The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome, everyone. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Reverend Percy McRae. Percy is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, and he's sitting across the table from me. I am, and it is a privilege, as always, to look into your wonderful face, my friend. <laughs> I wasn't fishing for that, believe uh, me. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you. I love you, too. Building a community of hope is our theme today. This, to me, is going to be a very exciting conversation. Well, because it's an important conversation, it's relevant. Uh, as we currently uh, record this show, we are aware of the fact that, you know, the proliferation of cancer and the diagnosis of cancer is increasing in our world and in our community. The good news is that people are living longer with a diagnosis of cancer. So that's very encouraging. But because people, more people are living longer with a diagnosis of cancer, they are going to need more support. And in this particular context from the faith community, people that they know, that they love, and who are who share similar uh, beliefs around faith and hope in God, they need those individuals to be equipped to be part of that process. Those aren't just words for you. you you've taken action on this. Well, this is my baby, you know, and, and I, I don't think I've ever articulated it that way over the different shows that we've done. But, you know, if I may, I'm going to take a moment to talk about just kind of the origin of how we got here. Uh, I was supporting a patient many, many, many years ago who was really in very bad shape with her cancer. Uh, we prayed. We, we had spiritual conversation and appropriate support within the hospital context. And from there, she felt so moved and compelled, she asked if I would be willing to sit down and talk with her pastor hmm. and his consortium of ministers that he belonged to. And so we did. And what came out of that realization that there was a missing conversation of resources and relationship with the faith community around the subject of cancer care ministry. So here we are some 18 years later uh, and starting with two sticks and a flint, literally, <laughs> where we have now built a community of churches and lay leaders who have engaged in the idea of understanding that cancer care ministry is really important and necessary. It's a very exciting story and one that we're going to tell here today on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Uh, you have the Bible open there in front of you, as you always do. I do. And so our spiritual nugget and affirmation for today, and it ties right into the theme and the motivation of the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Training is Galatians, the sixth chapter, and we're going to read verses two, and then we're going to jump down to verse 10. At first, uh, verse two, carry each other's burdens and in this way, what way is that? This way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. I often have people ask me, Reverend McCray, how do I know what the will of God is for my life? Well, this scripture is helping us that when we carry each other's burdens, Wayne, in this way, we are fulfilling the law of Christ. And then we jump down to verse number 10. Therefore, and every time I see the word therefore, it's there for a reason. <laughs> There's something coming. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. People, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. What a great uh, segue into our theme, Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church, our resource, Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church. If you do nothing else from spending time with us today, make sure you go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, download this free resource, Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church. Now, 
chances are your church doesn't have a cancer care ministry. We want to see that change. Yeah, in many cases, uh, I'm proud to say that over the years, that number has really started to increase, but there are still a number of ministries for various reasons that have not engaged in the process of starting a cancer care ministry. This is a great resource to give one introduction and idea to what a cancer care ministry can look like and how it can function. But when you stop and think about it, I wonder if there's a church in America that isn't some way, somehow tied to a cancer uh, parishioner, you know, a friend that they want to reach out to? Well, there are certainly statistics that suggest that on a global level in our country, you know, one out of every two men are expected to be diagnosed with cancer and one out of three women, according to the American Cancer Society. So it touches us all in one way or another. So when we take and break that statistic down, the probability of every church in America potentially having someone who either is diagnosed has been diagnosed or will be diagnosed with cancer is pretty high, my friend. Well, we believe the antidote is our journey of hope, and we'll describe that program in detail here coming up. But you can learn more by downloading the resource Cancer Care Ministry and Your Church at healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Healthhopeandinspiration.com. All right, let's talk about our journey of hope, this program that really involves churches to get involved in cancer care ministry. Our journey of hope is simply a a platform and a mechanism to send out the cry to the local faith community, the organized body of Christ of believers or faith individuals to begin to rally and empower them to effectively and practically speak to individuals whether it be patients or caregivers who are going through a battle and a challenge of cancer. And the idea here is to to take away the fear and that ominous feeling of, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do, I really don't know how to react, so therefore I don't, I don't do anything. The intent and the objective of this program is to eliminate that emotional crippling effect that, quite frankly, is not allowing the body of Christ in all aspects to be all that God has asked it to be. We're so grateful for so many individual members who have taken this upon themselves, but there's something about the church taking this on as a project. Well, because the church is was designed, as we understand, according to the book of Acts, to be a communal force, not to just be some renegade kind of independent organization just out there doing stuff, but to impact the community at large. And when the, the first church began to move, it spread, it said, in, in numbers that could not be controlled because of the effect of love, 
the effect of family and the effect of of journeying and, and, and carrying one's burdens, which is the scripture that we read, so that we begin to undergird one another as we go through the day-to-day grind of everyday living, and in this particular context, dealing with sickness and disease. All right. Explain to us how it works, our journey of hope. I'm, I'm involved in a church, a, let's say a, a medium, to even small church. Mm-hmm. Can my church get involved in this? So the first clarification, our journey of hope can function and work in any size congregation. So I get this question often. It doesn't matter what size your church is. What is, what is important with regard to the structure of your church is that there is someone, the pastor, casting a vision saying, we believe that God is asking us to start moving in this direction. So when you begin to take that personal uh, challenge and cast that vision, what happens from there with regard to the structure of the program is that we offer two half days of free training. Wait a minute, wait a minute, free training? Yeah, when you hear the word free, don't you just feel the power of the Holy Spirit (laughs) come upon you? There's a shiver. I'm having a moment right now. Okay, I'm better now. With that being said, it's free, absolutely free. The, the, The curriculum, the materials that we provide to you, we even feed those who attend the training sessions. They only have to provide their transportation to one of the regional training sites and one night's hotel stay. Everything else is being provided to them. Free Fantastic. And so there we began on this journey of helping to unpackage the conversation of cancer. What is it? Uh, how should we understand it? There are some clinical things that we provide by having some physicians and some healthcare professionals unpackage some things around nutrition, around what is cancer from a clinical perspective. The design is not to make anyone a clinician or a physician, but to give you a practical working understanding of what this disease is. Because the first thing that is crippling the average person is they just struggle with what is cancer. I don't even know what that is. I hear it and then I have a reaction. So we have a segment of the training that unpackages what is cancer? Then we go into different segments talking about how to support caregivers. Very important component. Mm-hmm. We can't necessarily expect the typical cancer patient to be successful in a journey if we're not supporting their caregivers. They need caregivers to be empowered. And in many cases, caregivers are ignored and overlooked. So we have this very uh, structured curriculum that we step through that we give people insight of practical information that will allow them to go back to their local congregation and begin to train individuals within that church congregation to begin to be, if you will, ambassadors who will connect one-on-one. And this is the important component here. Not necessarily a, uh, a support group. You certainly can have a cancer care support group, but we want individuals to be trained inside of their local churches to be able to sit down and begin to engage individuals on a very personal, face-to-face level with their family and their caregivers and begin to be part of that process of treatment and care and supporting them from a faith-based perspective. Well, give me a story or two of where you've seen this really uh, come to fruition, where this is really working. Wow, that is a great question. Uh, I'm thinking of a particular church down in Florida right now that, and this is a pretty large church, uh, and they're uh, Fort Lauderdale uh, First Baptist Church, uh, and this church is massive, 
And uh, there's a lady there who went to one of our trainings, went back to her local church and began uh, to invest in. Um, they already had a healthcare ministry of sorts, but they didn't have a, a whole lot of real focus and structure. It was somewhat haphazard. And so for her, having the resources and the tools, because we also have a set of online resources okay. that's made available as well. That's helpful. That people can download uh, templates, announcements, brochures, etc., that then will help supplement whatever they choose to do when they go back to their local church. And she has seen a proliferation of, of interest of people understanding how to be mobilized inside of the four walls of their local churches and really practically engage individuals. Probably the most recent story that I think is really noteworthy that has just been brought to our attention is a lady who came and went back home and a 13-year-old teenager decided to become part of their cancer care group at their local church. Wonderful. I believe the story goes that there was a, a, a young person in her community or in her church in her neighborhood who was stricken with cancer, that she then began to minister to that young person. Even younger than she was. That is correct. Because the issue here is we also need to understand that young people also come are contracted with cancer. And are we really equipped to really deal with that dynamic? Well, here's a 13-year-old who went through the training inside of her local church as a result of someone who came back, and now she's ministering to children and young people in her community as well. So we now see the impact and the effect of this fanning out into the community and really being an asset and a resource to the community in a very practical and organic way. We're talking about our journey of hope. And Percy, we are going to put more information on our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com about this, because I know already there's people whose interest has been piqued, and maybe this is the right thing for our church to get involved in. Absolutely. And the other aspect of this is that we also have created what we now call the Our Journey of Hope Leaders Network. And it's a little bit different than the actual Our Journey of Hope training, and also can be accessed off of uh, the OurJourneyOfHope.com website. And that is for individuals who cannot, for various different reasons, come to a regional site for training. We still want to engage and nurture this audience with resources and materials. So we're providing a monthly free e-newsletter that has relevant topics that people can use, that they can share, and that they can pass along to individuals at their church. And then we have a set of online resources available for that particular group as well that they can now now engage and become a part of. And just to give you a sense of the power of this, uh, we started this uh, about a year ago, and we now have close to 17,000 people that are part of the leadership network. I am receiving phone calls and emails from Prague, from South America. Hmm. I just recently received an email from someone from Australia, uh, from India, and from the Caribbean. So that's how so far the reach is. So the yeah. globalization of, of really speaking to this subject has now become a prolific, important resource in our community. Well, then let me suggest to our listeners that you go to the website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, those four words, healthhopeandinspiration.com. 
Look for the resource I mentioned, Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church, but also look for this information that Percy's just talked about for our journey of hope. And we'll have much more about this in just a few moments. But the resource is free. There's no charge for it, and you can have it instantaneously downloaded at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, as we talk about our journey of hope today, let's pause for just a moment and learn even more about it. Absolutely. Over 1.5 million Americans are diagnosed with cancer every year. Cancer can bring great challenges, but there is also an opportunity for believers to come alongside of those who are suffering. It's part of being part of the body of Christ, where when one part suffers, we all suffer. When you have people that support you and lift you up, like here, it helps you get through that. It helps you to fight that battle. Our Journey of Hope provides pastors and ministry leaders with the tools, training, and support to raise up cancer care ministries in their churches and communities. These resources include our leadership training seminar, biblically-based cancer care ministry curriculum, and church-based small groups where members of the local body will be equipped and empowered to bring hope to those who are suffering with cancer. I have a whole new outlook, and I have a whole lot of new advice for anyone with cancer in our church. Visit OurJourneyOfHope.com to learn more about starting a cancer care ministry in your church. Once again, you'll find more information at healthhopeandinspiration.com. I'm so excited about this program. I know this is your baby, as you said earlier. Uh, You've got to be excited about it. I think this is true for most people, and certainly this is part of uh, my own personal testimony and journey. Uh, I've always kind of been late to the party. You know, something is going (laughs) on and somebody did something. I kind of came in on the back end or in the middle. Uh, and, and there was a long time, Wayne, that, that my prayer to God is like, Lord, I want to do something that hasn't been done. I want to initiate something. I want to put something in the, in the atmosphere that has not been thought of or considered. And, and I recall vividly uh, when we started down the idea and the pathway of creating this program, it seemed insurmountable and people just didn't quite get it. There were many churches initially were not necessarily open to the idea. They Mm -hmm. said, listen, we just pray for people and we have this thing covered. And I was like, no, we don't. We really don't. And, And so nurturing this to this point and to this place has been by far the most gratifying thing that the Lord has ever allowed me to do. And I feel privileged and honored. Again, to reiterate, the key first step is to get involved in the training sessions, which you said happen regionally around the country. That is correct. So again, we have a schedule that's part of the website that you will be able to access once you get there to tell you the dates, the times, and the places of the regional training. Can my church send one or three or five people? So from there, we are limiting two individuals per church okay. to be able to attend. Sure. So we keep our, our classes relatively small for the point of engagement and interaction. And it does get very robust. But they go home. And then they go home and then they become the trainer of their local church. They are equipped and provided with all of the resources, a training manual, access to DVD training lessons of all of the uh, chapters of the curriculum. All that is necessary and needed will be either in their hand or accessible via the website that they can access and begin recruiting and then indoctrinating individuals with the Our Journey of Hope methodology. And I, and I want to emphasize that because 
Uh, there are individuals who are who suggest that they are doing similar types of things. But we want to be very clear that this was created and designed from a, a, a medical clinical perspective with the undergirding effect of having spiritual support. So the focus is really still getting people to get down the pathway of embracing medicine and science and treatment, but understanding how their faith and their spirituality comes along with that and helps to aid and assist them through that process. So there's an Our Journey of Hope methodology of cancer care ministry that's very unique very specific. And then from there, individuals began to engage individuals in their churches, in their communities, and or in their local hospitals who have cancer and began to assign individuals to meet them. I want to talk more about that, but let me again mention what you mentioned earlier, that this program is free. Free of charge. Now, you have to get yourself to one of the centers. That's correct. uh, So there's transportation involved and maybe a night in a hotel. But beyond that, the material itself and the training is free. Absolutely free, and we have resisted the notion or the need or the desire to have to affiliate any uh, cost to the program because we want everyone to have access to it. All right. Once a church has been through the training, one or two individuals have come yep. and they've taken it back to the church. What does it look like? What What does cancer care ministry through a church look like? Well, they first start with some training sessions. We want we we encourage that local church either on a weekly basis or a monthly basis, depending on the speed that they would like to approach this, that they begin to take the eight chapters of the curriculum and they begin to train their groups a week at a time or bi-monthly, however they break it up with each chapter. And there is a step-through process of a leader's guide that begins to step through all of the particulars of that chapter to indoctrinate people with uh, listening skills, communication skills, et cetera, et cetera. Very subtle things that will begin to give people uh, skill sets that they may not even realize that they could utilize because no one really brought that to their attention and step them through that that begins to give them the ability to understand how they can begin to engage and interact with people on a regular basis. The program is called Our Journey of Hope, and it really starts with uh, going to the website healthhopeandinspiration.com and learning more about what's available and also downloading the free resource, Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church. What are some of the excuses that you've heard people give for not getting involved in a cancer care ministry? There have been a plethora of those. I think initially just the idea theologically that, you know, we don't need to do anything other than just pray for people has been an older excuse that I think has now become uh, something that has been debunked. But there are still individuals that suggest, well, all we need to do is pray. And I would suggest to anybody that that considers that as their their final thought on the subject that the Bible says that faith without works is dead, <laughs> period. End of there discussion. Go, right. Argue with James on that. <laughs> so having said that, we must put action to the words uh, or the theories or the concepts that we espouse from a theological perspective that we must put feet and hands and motion and we must begin to do something other than just pray for individuals. So prayer has been kind of a go-to. The yeah. other element well, is prayer that is vital, by the way. Prayer is vital. So let me be very clear. We need to watch as well as pray. So let me go back to the word. Let me just go back to the word. All right. Okay. You're on we, safe ground there. Right, yeah, there we go. The <laughs> Bible says that we should watch as well as pray. So that means we need to be in engaging in some activity and doing something. So prayer is important, but faith without works or prayer without works 
ultimately doesn't produce the genuine effect that God has for our lives. Uh, And so we have to do some things that correspond with our prayer to take action to move in a particular direction. One of the other things that I, and we've addressed it already earlier today, is people who may have suggested, well, my church is kind of small. You know, we're not very big. We don't have a lot of resources. You don't really need a lot of resources to activate this ministry. And you don't have to have a large church to do that either at the end of the day. You need a vision, you need a commitment, and you need a leader, someone. And the leader does not have to be the pastor. Important point. So again, let's be clear. Pastors, he or she are very busy people. But the Bible says, Ephesians 4.11, that the work of the ministry is not done by the pastor or the prophet or the teacher or the evangelist. It's done by the laity. The job of the pastor is to equip or to perfect or to train the members of the church to do the work of the ministry. So at the end of the day, you don't have to have a large church, and the pastor does not have to be the executor, if you will, of this ministry. Someone needs to be appointed that can then take this and start moving in the directions, and we give you what I call the Arthur Murray dance steps of (laughs) cancer care ministry. We give you the one, two, three, four, and tell you how to move out in that direction. (laughs) And consider that we ourselves may be the beneficiaries of this someday. Well, ultimately, at the end of the day, you are exactly right, my friend. You know, and we were just, you and I and and some of our uh, studio production people were just talking about recently some of the more well-known people in the faith community who have just been diagnosed with cancer. And so this is not far from any one of us. And potentially one day we may have to be beneficiaries of this type of ministry. I hope you'll look up more about our journey of hope. And let me give you the website again. It's healthhopeandinspiration.com. Download the free resource, Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church, and look for information about and prayerfully look and consider getting involved with our journey of hope. Well, we're going to close strong as we always do with the fundamental scripture for the day. And it it tied right into this discussion, uh, Galatians, the sixth chapter, verses two, and then we're going to jump down to verse 10. And I want to read it very carefully. Carry each other's burdens. And in this way, well, Reverend McCray, what is the will of God? How do I fulfill the law of God? Carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ, the word of God tells us. And then down in verse number 10, it goes even further. Therefore, as we have opportunity, well, there is potentially someone sitting inside of one of our local churches right now who has been, will be, or potentially has walked through the process of cancer diagnosis. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Pretty clear. Pretty clear. All right. That's Reverend Percy McCray. I'm Wayne Shepherd. This has been Health, Hope, and Inspiration, and you can download those resources, including Cancer Care Ministry in your church at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Very helpful, hopeful discussion here today, Percy. I hope that many will get involved. Absolutely. Peace and love. Go and be a blessing. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, 
Phoenix and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.